0: Thank you, choir, for the reminder that sometimes the road is slow and long. Sometimes we need to turn around and just see all the things that God has done through us. Resurrection MCC, as you look to these past few weeks, these past few months, these past few years, out of all that we've been through and all that you have been through in your life, and look at where you are now, just see what God is doing through us. Dorothy is on the yellow brick road, and the journey is long, and the journey is slow. What a path it has been for her. But luckily, she does not have to trek it alone. She meets a few folks along the journey. Of course, these few folks have a few issues of their own. No guts, no brains, no hearts. No, this is not a description of my dating life for the past year. This is about Dorothy's yellow-brick road, friends. The scarecrow who has no brains, the tin man who has no heart, and the cowardly lion who has no courage. She meets them and she was hoping that they would somehow be a source of strength on this yellow-brick path, just in case there is a brawl. But in the land of lions, and in the land of tigers, and in the land of bears, This young, oh yes, 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 oh my, this young Dorothy with her red slippers and all finds out that she's the butchest one of them all. (laughs) I can only imagine what it would be like to be in a room full of bears and find out you're the butchest one of them all. What is that like? I was in the barbershop this week and I was telling the guys how we are using the Wizard of Oz as the theme for pride this month. And, of course, the response was, why? The Wizard of Oz isn't gay. They know about us in MCC. But, of course, I had to remind them that the theme of feeling all alone and wanting to find a place of acceptance somewhere over the rainbow is an experience that far too many queer folks have. And funny you should mention that, I said, because the Wizard of Oz is actually quite gay. You've got a lion who calls himself a dandelion and a tin man who's in love with one of his archery buds. Did you know that? As expected, they didn't believe me. And I bet we have a few doubters in this room. But luckily for you, I did bring some evidence. I actually brought the lyrics to some of the songs that they sang. So if you will indulge me for a moment, let's just take a quick look at what the lion sings. As a matter of fact, let's all sing it together. Yeah, it's sad, believe me, Missy, when you're born to be a sissy without the vim and verve. But I can show my prowess, be a lion, not a mouse, if I only had the nerve. What do you think? <laughs> then there's the tin man, you know, the one who's in love with one of his more athletic friends. What does he sing? Let's all sing along. I'll be tender, I'd be gentle, and awful sentimental regarding love and hearts. I'd be friends with the sparrows and the boy who shoots the arrows if I only had a heart. And the boy who shoots the arrows, and the boy who shoots the arrows, For so many years, we've seen it, we've sung it, we've saw it on TV, and yet it's never clicked in our minds. I will let you draw your own conclusions. But if they're not gay, I'm not gay. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) The point of all this, people of God, is that sometimes we have to look a little more closely because the truth will set us free if we choose to believe. In our scriptures for this morning, the truth set many of the early Christians free. In the book of Acts, we find that the followers of Jesus have been journeying along their own yellow brick path. Many of them have been strident followers in the Jewish tradition. And since Jesus was a Jewish holy man himself, you know he was Jewish. They thought it was only fitting that all of the followers of Jesus should convert to Judaism and follow strict laws and customs. No, at first it wasn't an issue, but as Reverend Troy told us last week, when the Samaritans and the Galileans and all the Gentiles started coming in, then all of a sudden it created problems. You see, the message of good news sometimes catches fire, and the message of radical love will sometimes attract folks that are different from us. Everyone loves the idea of unconditional love, and the Gentiles are particularly drawn to it, because love will do that. Love will draw you to places you've never been before. But of course, the most strict Jewish believers at the time were still following the law, still following the rules, and they were wanting to project their own God experience onto all the new believers. Now, maybe it is because they cared more about where Jesus came from than the actual message that he preached. Now, I don't want to single out the Jewish followers of Jesus, because let's face up, we all do the same thing. Sometimes we care more about other things than the actual message that Jesus preached. Jesus touched the unclean, but we don't like getting our hands dirty in our privileged society. We say things like, I'm not feeding the poor, but I'll give money so you can feed the poor. And then we say things like, that's not my calling. Jesus told religious leaders that the prostitutes are making it into the kingdom of heaven before any of us are. And yet we hear things like, I can't ask that person over to a church dinner, they're a sex worker, what will the church folks think of me? Sometimes radical love people of God forces us to move beyond the boundaries by which we're comfortable. In the first century, the Gentiles were causing problems with inclusion because new people always do that to us. And the issue is so big that the early church had a meeting, what scholars call a Jerusalem conference. And there they debated, and they argued, they condemned folks. Can you imagine Christians condemning folks? They argued, and they even cussed one another out. Can you imagine Christians cussing one another out? All of it because of the issue of inclusion. But there's one thing that settled it for all the leaders. They began to hear people's stories from the margins. They heard testimonies of people being loved and showing love. People being transformed and people being treated like there actually was something in this world. They heard stories of lives literally being saved because of the good news. And after hearing the stories, the book of Acts tells us that James, who is the leader of the most conservative church in Jerusalem at the time, stands up and he says, Look, We've heard the stories, they're true, and if they're true, then we shouldn't make these gentiles conform to the way that we live out our faith. Let's not burden them with our ways, let's let them work out their journey with God on their own terms. Now, people of God, this is big. For James to come to this point, it's huge. It would be like Pat Robertson or Jerry Fowell in his day saying, you know what? MCC and us have different experiences of God, but our way is no better than yours. Can you imagine that happening? Not at all. That's how big it is in the first century. From this point on, the curtain is lifted, and all are welcome to have a new experience of the divine that is on their own terms. Outsiders are included, and the church is changed forever. If you were with us last night, you know what you saw. At the Pride Parade, the crowds were so excited to experience all that was there, but especially to experience what Resurrection MCC had to offer. People noticed our float, and they noticed the walkers and the dancers and the drummers on our floats. People singing and drumming and dancing, lifting up songs of life and celebration that people could relate to on the streets. And people saw how much fun we were having, and you could overhear them saying, What kind of church is this? And then you heard him saying, I don't know, but I like it. And one of our community partners, the Imani Vida Drum Circle, led us on the float. I asked them earlier this year if they would be willing to lead us. And they jumped at the opportunity. And it took me back just a little bit. Because the thing is, the vast majority of drummers in Imani Vida are straight allies. Many of them do not even identify as being Christians. But because we make a space for them to come together on our campus, because we make room for them to drum and facilitate a healing circle for all who come, they were eager to jump at the chance to affirm our ministry on the streets of the city of Houston. One person actually said, RMCC has made us feel so welcome, I cannot wait to come out and show support for my LGBT brothers and sisters. Do you believe that? (laughs) This past Thursday, Planned Parenthood and the city of Houston were on our campus for National HIV and AIDS Testing Day. Of all the places they could have picked across this city, they picked us for their featured testing sites. Now, you know Planned Parenthood, they provide all the condoms in our bathrooms, and they now do free HIV and STD testing monthly after our church services. While being tested myself, I thank the counselor for her willingness to come and to provide our community with free and confidential testing. Well, she in turn thanked me, and she thanked all of us, letting me know that she wished more churches were willing to let them come in and do some testing. HIV and syphilis are on the rise in Harris County, and many and not many communities of faith are willing to do their part for the sake of public health and for the sake of the public good. But thank God that Resurrection MCC is. And you can believe, or can you believe, rather, that one of the volunteer counselors from Planned Parenthood gave us a check this past Thursday for a sizable donation. But I want you to be clear. This check was not from Planned Parenthood. This was a personal check from the volunteer, because we open up our doors to them, because we open up our doors to the community to come and do good work for our world. This person is donating and investing in us because of the things that you do here at Resurrection MCC, because the things that we do are actually saving lives, not just in this community, but in fact, around the world. People of God, can you believe that? I dare say that it was a big risk for all of us to allow some of our community partners on this campus to work with them. But when you have radical love and when you have radical welcome, sometimes that changes hearts and it changes minds. When MCC was started in 1968, a year before the Stonewall riots, the church and the world was forever changed. Because MCC and our founder, the Reverend Troy Perry, was the first to welcome and affirm LGBT folks. Because MCC was the first to ordain LGBT folks. The Unitarians soon followed. And after them, the United Church of Christ. And did you know that because MCC filed the first ever lawsuit in the U.S. in 1970, seeking legal recognition of same-gender marriages, others were then encouraged to do the same. And so lawsuit after lawsuit, people fighting for dignity and for recognition of the love that they found in their relationships. Can you believe that? And I dare say that the joy and the celebration that we have experienced this week, I dare say that DOMA would not have been struck down by the Supreme Court without MCC's witness in the beginning. Thank you and thank God for Metropolitan Community Churches. We overlook it because we have our day-to-day lives, but sometimes it's hard to believe the power that we hold as individuals, but also as a community. In The Wizard of Oz, when Toto, the dog, pulls back the curtain, and the truth is revealed, the horror, the surprise, the disgust, this great and powerful wizard, this godlike figure, the omnipotent one who is supposed to solve everyone's problems, is none other than a human being. Dorothy can't believe it. None of them can believe it. But then the whole crew realizes something. That everything that they have wanted, brains, they've already had them. Courage, they've already had it. A heart, he's already had it. Everything that they have wanted or they felt like they needed, they've already had. All they had to do was to believe it. How many times do we need to believe it for ourselves?
1: If we know ourselves, we're always home, anywhere. If you believe within your heart, you. No one can change the path that you must go. Believe what you feel, and know you're right because the time will come around when you'll say. You can go home Believe you can...
0: Isn't that what God says? Believe in yourself as I believe in you. Believe in yourself as I believe in you. People have got after the California Prop 8 case was dismissed by the Supreme Court this week. Paul Katami and Jeff Zarillo got married on Friday. When the couple was asked how they feel, they said, Equal feels different, equal feels good. Do you feel different this morning? Some of you are here for the first time, and some of you are in a church for the first time in a long time. Some of you said you would never go to church again because of the way you were treated by Christians before. You are here, and you are already feeling different. It may be a little different, but it's good. Equal is different, and equal is good. It feels different when you're in a place where you are affirmed and where you can hold your partner's hand in front of others without fear or shame. It feels good when you're in a place where you are not just tolerated, but you are fully celebrated for the beautiful child of God that you really are. But now you've heard it. You have to believe it. That you are indeed good. That God does indeed love you. You may not see it in your daily lives, but by your participation in the life of this church. You are changing the world. God's love is radical. Spirit loves people even when we think they don't deserve it. God loves us even when we think we do not deserve it. But you have to believe it. Do you believe that you deserve it? Will you today believe that God's love already lives within you? You heard Lena Horn, and if you'd hear it from anybody, please hear it from Lena Horn. I want you to believe in yourself right from the start. Believe in the magic right there in your hearts, that the infinite presence of spirit lives within you, that you are made in the image and the likeness of the one we call the Holy One. Believe all of these things, not because I told you to, but because you want to and because you can. Go ahead, she says, and believe. Believe in yourself as I believe in you. Believe in yourself, people of God, as God believes in you. If you will only believe like Dorothy, you just might find your way home. Happy Pride.